Welcome to Viable Underdogs. Thank you for taking valuable time out of your day to listen to our summary episode. Some of you have been listening since January of 2019, and once again, we sincerely want to thank you for your continued interest and support. This would not have been half as good without you. Some of you were just directed here from a video, since we had to find a way to condense a complicated idea into a three-minute pitch. And then, hopefully, if our strategy works, and with your help, there will eventually be a third group of people. Those that heard of us more organically through the grapevine and started listening with episode 1, but after January 2019. Confused? We assure you, it's all about to make a lot of sense. As we said, this is our summary episode, and since it is our summary episode, we're going to dive right in. We want to start by asking you two questions about sustainability. Almost every nation on Earth signed the Paris Agreement in 2015, which came into effect in 2016. The agreement is an international effort to combat human-caused climate change, or the climate emergency, or, if you want to be more precise, a part of the global sustainability crisis. As well, the countries of France, Canada, the UK, and Ireland have all formally declared a climate emergency and it is very likely that more countries will soon be joining this list. Also, many national militaries have declared climate change, not to mention other issues of sustainability, a national security threat. So here's the question we have. How is it that there appears to be agreement at government level for issues like climate change across the globe, but there does not appear to be much agreement within the general public? Not much is being done globally to solve these types of problems. Alright, one more statement and question. The International Panel on Climate Change, or IPCC, was created over 30 years ago in 1988. Another international effort concerned about global sustainability. Also, the United Nations calls climate change, quote, the defining issue of our time, and we are at a defining moment. End quote. That's the first line on their website regarding climate change. Here's a second question. So why isn't more being done internationally to solve these issues? Particularly if there is this level of consensus we just mentioned. Why aren't more nations working together to solve these problems? There have been many attempts made to answer these types of questions. Some attempt a scientific approach, like some suggesting that a human brain is unable to properly perceive threats in this type of long timeline and magnitude. Basically, some suggest that we are able to perceive immediate threats, like a hungry polar bear about to make you her next meal, versus long-term threats like cancer or climate change. While there may indeed be some truth to this, it doesn't explain the whole story. After all, we internationally signed the Montreal Protocol banning the use of chlorofluorocarbons, or CFCs, which was responsible for damaging our atmosphere. And we globally mostly banned the use of lead, see episode 6, for a more in-depth explanation regarding the use of lead in the 20th century. 
So if we look at these two issues, it looks like as a species, we are intelligent enough to realize that long-term problems need to be addressed and corrected as well. As a bit of a side note, there exists some confusion between the terms global warming and climate change. To clarify, for those who may not know, climate change is caused by global warming. Also, this is a separate sustainability issue from CFCs and the damage they do to the atmosphere. This is not the same problem as climate change. As well, climate change can be caused by two main sources. Naturally, as has been the case through much of our planet's history, and artificially, as has been caused by us humans, which is often reiterated by legitimate organizations like NASA and the United Nations. Other answers to the questions we posed include things like greed or conspiracy or general apathy. Are all these part of the problem? Maybe to some degree, but we highly doubt they are the majority of the problem. And hopefully, after you listen to our podcast, you will feel the same way. These are the questions we answer in this podcast, and they will not be the conventional answers you typically hear. Actually, we guarantee new material, concepts, and strategies you have never heard. My name is John, here with my associate, Carlos. We are sustainability crisis consultants based out of Canada. To restate what we have already said, this is a crisis message. This is survival. This is not political or economic or environmental. It's not to say sustainability does not involve those things, but this is first and foremost about humanity's survival. Are we exaggerating? Well, we're just repeating what nations, militaries, scientists, engineers, and international organizations like the United Nations are saying. So if we're exaggerating, we suggest you take it up with them. For those still skeptical on some topics of sustainability, like climate change, We have provided many sources throughout this podcast. These are legitimate sources like the United Nations, NASA, and MIT. If you would like a crash course on global warming, which causes climate change, we highly recommend the book Global Weirdness by Climate Central, published in 2012. Climate Central is a non-profit journalism and resource organization founded in 2008 and they do a terrific job at simplifying the complexities of climate and the Earth's systems. The book even states that most 6th graders should be able to understand it, so there's no need to have a scientific background to understand anything in the book. Global weirdness is to the point, no filler, and most readers should be able to get through it rather quick, possibly even in one sitting. Our consultancy is independent. We have no affiliations with any other organization, university, media outlets, or governing body. If we were to use the traditional methods for proposing something like this, it would take far too long for this message to reach you, which should become more apparent as you listen to our episodes. And globally, we are all very short on time. If you're joining us for the first time here in this episode, Welcome to the show, and thank you once again for joining us. And this seems like as good a time as any to play our intro. Cue the music, Carlos.
Welcome to Viable Underdogs, where we try and teach you cool things and hopefully encourage everyone to become a bit more sustainable. My name is John, my sustainability wingman, Carlos, is with me as always. This is episode 36, or we guessed technically episode 0, since it's our summary episode. Today, we wrapped together our entire sustainability diagnostic, which comprised all of the first 34 episodes, and most importantly, we ask our new listeners, as well as those who have been here from the start, a question. First off, this is not a podcast in the traditional sense. This is a research paper that we turned into a podcast. You should understand why after you are finished listening to it all. This episode is the executive summary of our research paper. We're going to call this a type 1 research paper, which probably makes more sense to those who have listened to our other episodes, but it should also make more sense to our new listeners very soon as well. So what's this type 1 research paper about? Solving global sustainability by combining ideas from various fields, otherwise known as lateral thinking. See episode 32 for more info on lateral thinking. The reason this is not episode 1 is that executive summaries are always the last part written, even though they are the first part presented. And we are still writing this episode even though episode 32 is currently live. This was not ideal, but we really are strapped for time, and we're doing what we can to complete this as fast as possible. Each episode should be treated as a separate chapter in our Type 1 research paper. We have also done what we can to make it far more entertaining, because we know this material may be a bit of a bore for some listeners. Chances are some listeners are already aware of a lot of the information we present, but we still encourage those listeners to listen to the whole thing as well. Everything was written with a distinct purpose. And this represents a couple years of solid work and research. We kindly ask that you judge the main content and not my terrible sense of humor or other styles of presentation we used to make it more appealing to listen to. We can't write jokes for everyone since globally we all have different senses of humor. As well, much like Climate Central's approach, we have simplified our concepts for an average global listener to understand what it is we are discussing. At this point, we are seeking to accomplish two things. First, we want to educate the entire world on this problem. This problem of sustainability. To be clear, none of the sustainability facts we present on this show are our facts. These are your facts, the world's facts. Actually, the majority of the info we present on our show is your info. These are your findings, and ironically enough, these are also mostly your solutions. We just applied lateral thinking to take business concepts, modified them slightly for them to work on a global level, then applied these concepts to the management issues of global sustainability. If you have a business background and understand how management consulting works, then we want you to imagine that our entire world is one single business. And though the scale is bigger than even multinational corporations, these strategies have been proven to work on any sized business, so long as they are intelligently adapted. 
Each business is unique and has its own challenges. If you don't have a business background, you should still be able to follow along as we quickly explain the concepts we are using. This is a crash course on the challenges of sustainability, and though we did our absolute best for the finished product, we are in a bit of a hurry, and you'll probably be able to notice this as you listen to our sales pitch. My hosting skills increase marginally from episode 1 to this current episode. Hopefully, it's not too jarring to listen to. This is a sale. We are selling our services as consultants. And this doesn't mean we are extorting the world. We want to live on this planet too, so we are pretty much as invested as we can get. But in order for our strategies to work, you need to believe in the ideas we are suggesting and the strategies we are proposing. And we need you to trust when we say we are rather confident that all of these problems can be corrected. If a business was plagued by the same types of management problems as our sustainability crisis, it would be on the verge of failure. And our planet is on the verge of failure. And just like with businesses, this situation can certainly be remedied, but it requires the implementation and adaptation of business concepts that were created to combat these very challenges. As you listen to the podcast, we will explore issues like game theory, taken from the field of economics, and how it applies to an international stalemate on the subject of sustainability. We outline the many communication problems between various fields that have led to general confusion. And we will explain why every attempt made so far to correct these problems have failed. We imagine some listeners are asking themselves, is it really this simple? How is what we are proposing different than everything else that has come before? And that's a very fair question. And we understand why there are many skeptics out there. And at this point, many of you have every right to be skeptical. Even those of you desperate for change. To answer all these questions and explain our diagnosis, we kindly ask that you listen to all of our episodes. Following this introduction in this episode, we will dive into our actual executive summary, where we outline the main points of our findings, and then our table of contents will instruct you which episodes pertain to which points we are making. Following our executive summary is the second thing we are seeking to accomplish. After you have finished listening to our sustainability diagnosis, we are going to ask you a question. And we want you to keep that in your mind. We strongly encourage you to listen to the entire podcast prior to listening to the third part of this episode, because this needs to be an informed decision. Change cannot successfully happen unless people understand the reasons for change. And so far, globally, this has not really happened, at least not on the level we would need it to have happened at. As you listen, we really want you to keep in mind that our primary goals are to educate the global public and provide some guidance. This is a tricky situation, and it's a problem the world has never seen before. The other thing we want you to keep in mind is that we are not professional podcasters or scientists or journalists. We've done our best at those things, but we are also in a hurry. We are first and foremost consultants. We have performed our global diagnostic 
and we seek to provide advice and guidance on how these issues we have identified should be resolved. And after you have listened, you will hopefully understand why, and you'll be able to forgive us for some minor mistakes we can assume may be present. We don't have professional fact-checkers and a team of editors. We are not supported by a school or non-profit, and again, this is also explained why in the podcast. However, any mistakes present should not do too much to affect the main points we are trying to make. For anything that may not be common knowledge, we have provided sources throughout the podcast. This is not a traditional podcast. It's just the best and most accessible medium for us to deliver this message. In a crisis situation, you have to use the tools at your disposal. And the quickest and easiest way to convey a message of this kind in 2019 is with a podcast. Anything prior to this episode is a diagnostic. We already did this part for you, free of charge. Next episode is our proposal, which is basically just advice on the next best logical steps to take. The decisions on everything we propose are ultimately yours to make. We can only present the evidence for our case. If you do not agree with us, that is certainly your prerogative, and we encourage discussion on this topic. This is our planet, and everyone gets a say, but only after everyone at least understands just how bad this problem has become. We expect some people to disagree with some of what we say. Not because we think we're wrong, but it would just be strange if people didn't. But hopefully, you can agree with the majority of what we say. Others likely won't be interested, and may be dismissive at this stage at least until we are globally higher up on the adoption curve for sustainability. See episodes 24 and 31. Now, we're going to present the five major problems we have diagnosed and discovered on global sustainability. These episodes are where you can listen to our answers to the questions we asked you at the start of this episode. Again, the easiest method, and the method we strongly recommend, is just to start with the first episode, episode 1, and listen to them all in sequence. But, this provides another option. Problem number 1. Communication Breakdown Our summary episode on this problem is episode 31, and it refers back to the following episodes that have to do with communication. 3, 7, 8, 18, 20, 22, 23, 27, 29, and 33. Problem number two. Bureaucratic inefficiency present in fields like government, businesses, and science. See episodes 6, 12, 14, 19, 20, 21, and 29. Problem number three. The emotions of change and sustainability. That includes fear, apathy, denial, etc. See episodes 9, 14, 15, 16, 17, 25, 31, and 35. Problem number 4. Global cooperation. See episodes 10, 11, 12, 15, 24, and 33. Problem number 5. 
the slow acceptance of new ideas. See episodes 6, 22, 23, 24, 29, 30, 31, and 32. A lot of the episodes will overlap one another, so chances are you may find other examples of many of the problems throughout other episodes. Some episodes have not been listened here, but they are still crucial to implementing the business framework we mentioned in episode 35. If you're unfamiliar with business frameworks, this is covered in episode 30. We also have two separate series within the diagnostic phase of our podcast. Our Is Science Dumb series offers explanations on the reasons for a growing mistrust from the general public to the field of science. The intent of this series is to provide some insight for those whose backgrounds are not in science. This should assist some listeners understanding the difference between legitimate established science and pseudoscience or fringe science. These are episodes 3, 8, 18, 27, and 29. The second series is our Jaded Truth series, which explores the consequences and some of the victims associated with our unsustainability. Fair warning, these are designed to be more intense and possibly even offensive in some ways. This is in order to hopefully help address the issue of apathy or uncaring attitudes towards sustainability. We recommend listening to them in sequence, starting with episode 9, then 17, then 25. One thing to keep in mind is that many terms and concepts are simplified for ease of understanding. And this is a crash course, so the info may come a little fast, and maybe doesn't get us flushed out as much as some listeners would like. But there are sources at the end of many episodes for those who wish to do more research. We also refer back to info we have already gone over by mentioning the episode by number. This allows us to save you time by making our episodes shorter, and it also allows listeners to more easily binge listen. We know there is probably only so much of my voice you can take in one sitting, but we are globally really in a rush here. The world is quickly running out of time. See episode 28. Now, we're going to give a brief overview of what you can expect to listen in each episode. This can be helpful in understanding the overall points we're trying to make. However, if you already plan on listening to the whole thing, which we again strongly recommend, then feel free to save a bit of time and head over to episode 1 now, then come back here when you're done. Don't judge my hosting skills too harshly in episode 1. I was still learning and had zero experience recording anything prior to this. The info is still good, however, and the jokes are as terrible as always. After this summary, we will ask you a question. If you answer yes to this question, then please follow the instructions we have left in episode 35, last episode. Obviously, we hope you answer yes, but if you do answer no, we thank you for your time and we encourage you to get in touch to let us know why you decided this way. Thanks again. We'll leave the exact times in the episode description so you can skip ahead to what the question is after you've finished listening to the entire podcast. Or, if you're a bit of a rebel and just want to skip ahead to it right now, it might be helpful to keep the question in your mind as you listen to the podcast. Others might prefer keeping it a secret and try to determine what the question is in advance simply by listening to what we're saying. 
Now, for those loyal listeners who have been listening from the start in January, if this falls flat, we really still appreciate you listening to it. The fact that someone was able to get a bit of enjoyment and knowledge from this means a lot to us. Even if it only reaches like 100 people, 2.5 of those are statistically innovators. We'll take it, we gotta start somewhere. And seeing as how we know we have at least one listener in Germany, one in Australia, and one in America, more of us in Canada, we are in fact just getting started. This was a ridiculous amount of work, and we hope you enjoyed it. You all helped us push through this. How interesting would you imagine it to be to make these episodes while absolutely no one was listening to them? And if it does take off, we hope you enjoyed the journey with us so far, and we hope you're kind of seeing what we're doing, because this really should work, and it should be a pretty cool thing to watch unfold. The questions you all asked allowed us to strengthen the content in these episodes. We just kind of inputted your ideas. This is also your show, and we hope you take pride in it like we do. We encourage everyone listening to it in August of 2019 to get in touch and let us know what they thought. And if you're forwarding it on, feel free to introduce it to someone with whatever episode is your favorite, because that's the episode you're likely to sell best to your customer, our future listeners, because you're more excited about it. We also included a video that explains our concept in three minutes, and this summary episode goes into slightly more detail, because we know many of you are busy. Anyway, here's the list. In episode one, we introduce some of the various impacts our species has had on the planet. We also share our love of beavers. In episode 2, we provide a brief overview on greenhouse gas emissions, and we also try to clear up one or two points that are often misunderstood on the subject. And we begin our comparison of this planet to a large engine. This is helpful in later episodes. In episode 3, we discuss the idea that media often inaccurately portrays science, which can cause some to question science if this is their main window into this world. Episodes 4 and 5 explore some proposed solutions on the topic of sustainability and whether these are realistic. Episode 6, Lead the Planet. Here we chat about one of the sustainability issues the planet faced in the 20th century that has mostly seen a fair bit of improvement. This is presented for two reasons. To show some similarities between some of the current sustainability challenges like climate change and how lead was handled and it does a good job showing how some problems take too long to be solved using our current processes. In episode 7, we chat about the pros and cons of statistics and illustrate it with a sustainability example, the source of plastics in our oceans. Episode 8 discusses the challenges associated with journalism and how irresponsible journalism has aggravated some of the problems in sustainability. In episode 9, we explore exactly how bad the problem of sustainability is. Episode 10, Sustainability Stalemate. Here we talk about some fairly known economic topics such as game theory and the prisoner's dilemma, and how they can be applied to what's going on with sustainability on a global level. In episode 11, we discuss the issue of deforestation and explore some good news and bad news on the subject. Episode 12 talks about ethics and ethical decision-making and how these are essential to correcting sustainability, 
We illustrate this with the example of greenwashing. In episode 13, we talk about how there is no one single solution to sustainability that exists, despite how some may be hopeful that there is. Episode 14, the hottest countdown ever. Here we talk about how despite all the changes occurring on the globe in terms of sustainability, we are nowhere near correcting this problem in the timelines we have set for ourselves. You can check out the climate change tracker at climateactiontracker.org. In the sources for that episode, we made a slight mistake on how we call the site. Our apologies, the correct website link is indicated in the episode description. Episode 15 is our motivational madness episode. Here we gave the world a motivational speech, so the problem of sustainability will hopefully seem like something we are capable of tackling. As well, it is important to fully convey the power of human ingenuity, a recurring theme within the podcast to point out that it is well within our means to solve these problems. In episode 16, we talk about the challenges of selling sustainability. This begins our exploration of how new ideas are very tough to sell to the world. Episode 17, The Jaded Truth Part 2. Here we explore one group of victims already being severely impacted by climate change. In episode 18, we talk about the communication errors that are present between the scientific community and the general public. Most professional fields have their own technical language that can be mistranslated when the language moves from one professional field to another. Episodes 19 and 20 is where we start our discussion on some of the limitations governments, along with politics, are faced with when it comes to sustainability. To clarify, governments will continue to play a role in sustainability, but the world needs to set more realistic expectations on just how much they can accomplish alone. Episode 21 is the evolution of business. Here we talk about the adaptability of the business sector and how this adaptability will be helpful in our transition towards a more sustainable planet. Episode 22, Poisoning Our Well of Knowledge. Here we attempt to describe, in layman's terms, how information is added to the human collection of knowledge, or well of knowledge. This is the core principle of science, and this well of knowledge is in danger of being corrupted with misinformation and disinformation. In episode 23, we do our best not to alienate any listeners when we discuss logical fallacies and other human behavior factors that make it difficult for us to reach a global consensus on issues like sustainability. Episode 24 is the business math of global cooperation. Here we apply a rather known concept, Pareto's principle, to factors such as human decency. Then we explore adoption curves to try and determine how many people we'd have to convince for global traction. This is important since global cooperation is crucial to a successful transition to sustainability. Episode 25, Global Apathy. Here we further our attempt to dropkick the world out of apathy. In episode 26, we explore the management concept of top-down versus bottom-up change and management style. By exploring these options, we can then decide which option is better for dealing with the individual challenges of sustainability. Some are better addressed from top-down, while others may benefit more from bottom-up. Episode 27 is where we explore an example of irresponsible journalism we outlined in episode 8. Some sustainability concepts and challenges are severely misunderstood due to this type of problem. Episode 28, Global Urgency. 
Here we further compare the similarities of the planet Earth to an engine in order to really stress the urgency of correcting sustainability as soon as possible. Once the planet's sustainability feedback loops start, it's possible there will be no stopping this global catastrophic failure. And all of the strategies we propose and claim to work are contingent on the fact that these feedback loops have not started. If they have, it drastically lowers the success percentage of our strategies. Episode 29 concludes our Is Science Dumb series, as we explore some of the challenges that science, scientists, and scientific progress encounter. Don't be put off by the name of the series. We just thought it was more fun that way. It's a comparison of legitimate science versus pseudoscience or fringe science, and explores some of the challenges present today in the field of science. Episode 30, Uncage Human Ingenuity. Here we explore how concepts from the business field, frameworks, can be used to increase the speed of the solutions currently being applied to sustainability. We also continue to explore the challenge with proposing new ideas. Episode 31, Communication, Perception, and Reality. Here we try to change public perception on sustainability, and we are concluding the communications component of our global sustainability diagnosis. Episode 32, The Silo Effect in Our Sea of Knowledge. Here we attempt to drive the point home that as a species, we have too much knowledge for our current systems to handle. This is the reason no one has thought to combine management concepts with sustainability. We propose a new field of generalists who specialize in lateral thinking be created. This would likely prevent another situation like the sustainability crisis from occurring. Episode 33 the global organizational structure of the 21st century. Here we explore our world's organizational framework in order to explain how it could be possible that nations at a government level are in agreement on matters like climate change, while it appears for a large part that individuals within these nations are not. Before you listen to it, please bear in mind that this is a simplified version of a very elaborate concept created for ease of understanding. The world is nowhere near as simple as we portrayed in the picture, and this is only meant to show that the influence of different roles has changed over the course of the 20th and 21st centuries. Episode 34, A Type 1 Global Diagnostic. This is where we tell you how we came across the conclusions contained in this sustainability diagnostic. We hope that if you learn where this idea came from, then it may artificially accelerate the adoption curve. It's completely understandable for some to be skeptics. We left a number of additional sources at the end of this episode. Episode 35 is our Type 1 Chain Letter. Here we present a concept for globally reversing apathy and incorrect perceptions many have on the subject of sustainability. We also explain what to do if you answer yes to the question we will be asking you shortly in this episode. Episode 36 is a summary. This is the episode you are currently in, which is technically episode 0. Episode 37 is our proposal, which briefly outlines our next steps and overall plan. This is the start of part 3 of our summary episode. If you answer yes to the following question, then we ask you to head on over to episode 35, last episode, our type 1 chain letter, and follow the instructions there. Here is the question. 
So, are you buying?